Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How's it going, Hector? It's going well. It's going well, yeah. It's, uh, yeah I'm good. I'm looking forward to going to England in a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's when do you, when do you leave? It's it, um, on the 21st, which was meant to be the day when England like reopened and everything, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be quite as simple as that now. Oh, Predictably, no. oh, you know, no. there's going to be, yeah. yeah. So I've still got to do like a little bit of a quarantine when I get there and I've got to have like three or four tests while I'm there and stuff. So, you know, yeah. but at least I can go. Yeah. I, I think I can quarantine at my mum and dad's house, which makes it awesome because that's basically the only reason I was going was to see them anyway. So, yeah, I feel like it was a little touch and go there for you for a bit, like whether or not you were going to be able to go or and yeah. if you did go, if you had to quarantine for a long time and everything. So it's good. It's good. I tell you what, something I really noticed, um, you know, I think this would be interesting to people is um if you if you live in another country than your family it's fine when everything is going well but it's it's like wonderful when everything's going well because people can go backwards and forwards you know sure just so, so when everyone's got a bit of money and everything's going well there's it, you can live in another country from your family if anything is bad and we've been through the worst situation like, yeah. if anything at all is bad it just it's it's terrible because you can't be with them yeah, you, you feel you so know, like, separated from them. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, even my that. grandmother's getting older and stuff. You know, it's tough. <clears throat> so you know, we don't. I, you, you don't have that connection. You really feel the distance. Then it's like I don't usually feel the distance that much. You know. Yeah. yeah. But this last year, I definitely have. You know. Yeah. Oh no. 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 That sucks, man. Yeah. If it's you know, it is what it is. Um, there are certainly benefits to living in the U.S. I, I love them. all the friends I've made over here and everything. So. Yeah. Anyway. But um, anyway, on uh, back to the uh, <laughs> podcast, we have uh, we have um, Daniel Wanda, aka uh, Beat Thief Inc., is coming to talk to us today. How's it going? Daniel? So, gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, it's, it's an good. it's an honor. Oh it's yeah, an honor. man. Well, I know that you were saying that. <laughs> this, I love this. You you were saying last week. Um, I was sit- sitting in my car and I got a text from you saying. Uh, um, am I am I on the podcast? <laughs> I was just listening to it, and I heard that you say I heard you say I was on next week, and I, I hadn't realized because I had organized it through someone else, and um, David Shaw, and um, David Shaw, yeah, shout what's out to up? David Shaw, we and, love you, and David I guess Shaw. Somewhere along the line, there was a uh, there was a bit a bit of miscommunication. So yeah. so you had known that you were kind of coming on at some point, hadn't you? But you yeah, he said point. that uh, there was a possibility that there was an opening, but it wouldn't be for a few months, and that yeah. was the. That was it. Yeah, that was but, like two, three months ago. But it's okay, you know. Like, so I don't know if it was me or Dave or what it was. But anyway, it worked out great because you were listening to it. So. Exactly. But it was a great surprise, let me tell you. I'm mean, sitting there and like whenever you guys post on uh, Facebook, I follow. Yeah. So I watch, you know, every every single episode. I've seen them all. And, uh, you know, I've been th- just thinking about it, like, yeah, you know, such a great idea. And actually I was talking to Subculture um, and um, um, people about you and – uh, the culture shock people about you as well. Yeah, great. And, and how, how everybody's kind of excited about this. So, you know, you've got a lot of community support out that's there. Awesome. Yeah. That's something that makes me really happy. And, and you know, that's all that, that we want out of this is to just be something useful for people to find more about the musicians in the area. You know, it's a pretty kind of transparent thing we're doing here. We're just trying to help help out a bit and give people, you know, a little yeah. bit more exposure, you know. It's uh, long overdue and much needed. So, yeah. Well, my, well, my favorite part of that whole statement was was he was saying he was listening to the show. 
which, yeah. which I yeah. was. You heard it here. It was great. It was a great moment. Someone I'm like, is listening to the show. I heard my name, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. Am I dreaming? Like, is this weird? Like, what's going Mom, on? Dad, my name's on the radio. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, this guy smoked a bit more than I realized. Yeah. Yeah. Hit you up uh, right away, though. Was, yeah. I was like, yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah. I figured it out. David Shaw, he's a shout out to David Shaw. He's a busy guy, too. So yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, he's doing a lot for the community himself. Absolutely. Uh, he promotes everybody and everything, no matter what. It's yeah. crazy. He's been in yeah, touch with me a lot lately since we've been doing this. And, you know, with such, he's had such great things to say about it. And he's, you know, he's been so nice about it and just trying to help out and be involved. And so, you know, I really appreciate it, man. You know, yeah. thanks. Yeah, he got us, um, on, I guess he works with a little, another podcast for reggae. And he got one of our songs on there and it won the contest. And they, oh, cool. Up, uh, you know, t- shouting us out and playing us, and uh, you know, got a, got oh, a couple wow. hits from yeah. from that podcast. You know, yeah, so that like, you know, we've known each other since I think the first time we met was through Space Coast Ghost, wasn't it? Through you coming round my yeah, house yeah. years ago, five pound blunt. Yeah, in, yeah. In the music video. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I wish you guys could pull it up like. We had fun with that. Yeah, that I ended great. up in being the sax player in the music video for Five Pound Blunt. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, th- those are some fun days, man, you know. And we were just sort of figuring out. It was the thing I liked about recording Space Coast Ghost stuff was we faced the same challenges as we did with Sonic Boom 6, which is how to incorporate hip hop and kind of uh, dance music elements into a rock band without it sounding incongruous and, you know, n- not working. And that, that was like, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was what that whole re- recording session was about. And I'd had some experience myself in it, not necessarily 100% behind the boards but just trying to do it in the studio you know with sonic boom six so i knew what we were trying to what the end result wanted to be you know so at least yeah. i had a little bit of a coming from that kind of background that kind of ska punk meets kind of rap and and uh and hip-hop and drum and bass kind of thing you know that's absolutely where my roots come from so one of the things i know we talked about it over the years um in conversations we've had here and there but um like what first got you into playing music? Like what was your What was your first kind of uh, a long time? I'm actually classically trained right. since middle school with anything brass. So oh, all the way wow. through high school, jazz, first chair. You know, yeah. uh, I probably if I could get back on, I still have my chops. I know I still know my finger pickings and stuff. You know, but I never really got back into it. Uh, I literally dropped out of high school. I got kicked out first, and then um, and then they begged for me back because I had such. Uh, uh, high IQ and like right. my grades were really good and like I, I was going somewhere they knew it so they're like try to get me back because they made a mistake and I was like you know what oh, how'd you no. get kicked out I'm so curious Man, you know it's a long story I had a chain wallet that one of my friends who had passed away his parents gave it to me yeah uh, he got you know uh, killed skateboarding I guess right. he got shot and they gave me yeah. his chain wallet it's like this big you know it was obnoxious yeah long you one know one of those 90s kind of like yeah it had yeah, the yeah. ball on it yeah, but it was yeah. awesome it was like leather bound it was like strong you know but uh, so I wore it every day Day. and yeah. uh, they tried to tell me it was like you know no you can't i mean i've been wearing it for six months or whatever and they're like you know you can't have that you could hurt somebody with it. i'm like you, you're not taking that off of me like you, you yeah. can't have it like i'll leave they're like you can't leave and it became this whole thing and i was um i've been on my own since i was very young like 15 i believe 16 yeah. uh been supporting from, myself originally? originally syracuse new york but okay. um we moved to um saint augustine when i was young like i don't know five maybe eight it's all a blur okay to be honest with you, but I grew up there and, and was raised there. It's quite, you know, it, it's, it's quite, it has a bohemian side to it, you know? That's awesome, man. Let me tell yeah. you. I, I loved growing up there. It was very eclectic. A lot of mixed, diverse, like, 
uh, you know, there's the country, the redneck, the yeah. ghetto, yeah. like the surfers, and then you get the mix of the two. They have their own language, you know. It's like surf, Nick, like all, bro. What's up, bro? Oh, yeah, bro. And you're like, what the hell? You know, it's like, all right, cool, yeah, you got it, you know. But uh, yeah, I love Stanley Seen lots of love. I always go there a lot. I got a lot of friends there. Yeah, uh, it's cool. I feel like kind of royalty when I when I visit. Um, even my family when I when I bring them with me, they're like. Damn, like what's going on? Like you know, yeah. bills are being paid for. People are coming oh, out, like, like shaking my hand, giving me hugs and stuff. You know, oh, like cool. you hometown to hold hero, on to those you know? like those connections. From back yeah, the day. I, nice. I was in the front page of the St. Augustine Record the year I got kicked out of high school for young <laughs> entrepreneurs. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got it like in case, like St. Augustine Record, like oh, me that's on the cool. front, the right mix or whatever. It had me with turntables, real vinyl, you know, it's cool. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why I was interested in talking to you is because I feel like you and Hector have quite a lot in common in that you're both very diverse in, in, in your sort of talents and and in the in terms of sort of media and, and art and music in general, seem to cover a lot of bases. You both mm-hmm. have that in common and, and um you know, Hector being um my bandmate and my my friend, um and you being my friend as well, I the people like that, you know, I'm drawn to because it's it's something that I also aspire to. I don't necessarily do quite as much different stuff all the time as both of you guys do, but you know, it's very impressive and, and like um you have like you have a uh a sort of art and sort of printing business is that right? It's I, you know it's kind of hard to encase it all into one word. Yeah. I'm a problem solver. Really, right. I've uh, created a, my own company on the side uh, called a Werewolf Marketing. Okay, and uh, basically, um, you know, I consult people and, and make connections. It's funny, I literally pro- solve them. You know, problems all across the board for whatever you yeah. want from your digital aspects to you know how your branding works and marketing uh you know point of sale systems like you know i mean i literally if i'll figure it out and then now i've got that knowledge and i can help other companies yeah. and i've got such a i basically have um I'm, I'm partners with a lot of different companies and they pay me just like a lawyer or, a, or something on a retainer monthly you know so that's kind of like my bread and butter and uh, one of those companies is uh wm printing and have i become like a managing partner of that company who've built it from the ground up and turned it into a very beautiful working system. Uh, I mean, you should cool. come by and tour of the facility. It's amazing. Uh, you know, like 12,000 square foot and we've got lots oh, wow. of employees and you know, machines. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're right off of Woolbright, uh, and 95, right behind the Lowe's there in the corporate, okay. uh, plaza. Uh, and I, I bring by, you know, if you guys want, like, I really like working with musicians and helping them out. So I, you know, we make t-shirts, full color screens, like, you know, like, Amazing. We have a, a fully automated silkscreen machine that has 12 heads, so it does like a thousand shirts an hour, just pumping them out. Wow. Right, yeah. That's awesome. And it's really cool to watch. So, if like, you know, band shirts, yeah. you know, it's good content for social media, and I'll get that for my clients and I'll get them out there and stuff. But really, what I do is I, I find people whatever they need. Like, they literally say, oh, I need a donkey. And I'm like, all right, uh, I, I got a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they're like, uh, uh, you know, I need like a, ten thousand flyers in Miami yeah, by in yeah, three no, hours. I'm landing in New York. <laughs> I need business cards at my hotel. You yeah. know, I'll make it happen. Um, and then on top of that, my art, my design, my logos really is my my what I really am passionate about. People come to me yeah. because I understand the psychology of marketing and colors and how those colors affect your target market. Sure. So when you build your, when you want to build your company, you come to see me and I'll get you your website built. I mean, the best websites you'll ever see, the best graphics, the best 
you know, stock on your business cards and they just really make yourself shine and not at a corporate level. And that's really, I kind of only work with, I can pick and choose my clients and yeah. I only work with the local people to try and boost them up because, you know, that's our community and you build them up and they hire people in the community that are friends and I make those recommendations and we all just yeah. build up and build up and everybody's doing really well. And yeah. we survived COVID, man. And based on a lot of my recommendations, I was able to keep a lot of families fed. Uh, that's so that was fantastic. You know, that's the, uh, my story yeah you know looking after local people and being involved in local businesses and things is something i really respect and and i think it's a great thing um for you to be doing getting back to your sort of music though if you were going to sort of name a few like early influences in your like that kind of set you on your musical path who would you who would you say that they were i mean the list is so long man yeah, yeah, I know. Um, it's actually a dip, more difficult question than it seems like it would be. I know. It is. I've actually had the honor of working with a lot of the people that are my biggest influences, uh, thankfully enough. But, um, I mean, off the top of my head, I can start, you know, like, um, you know, Dan the Automator, DJ Shadow, yeah. um, Z Trip, yeah. um, any, anybody from the old school, like original, like hip hop back in the day, you know. Um, uh, sure. You know, you name anyone from Africa Mbata to... You know, um, all the, the old school legends um, that, you know, I was kind of raised in the hip hop culture, right. the four elements, you know, and I take it very seriously. Yeah. I really do. And I love the way where it's going, where it's like progressing. But uh, as far as influences, man, I, it's all over the place. I could be punk rock. You know, I, yeah. I, back in the day, like I was in punk bands, like we would do like our own thing. I mean, you're talking Nirvana, you're talking, uh, you know, Rage Against the Machine is always big, of course. And you know that. Uh, and then Sublime, of course, you know, and I've been able to work with the Bradley uh, foundation, um, the right, Noel Foundation, uh, yeah, um, right on, and uh, I actually got to meet his son and tour with his son Jacob. Really, uh, he has a really cool band called Law. That? This was uh, Space Coast Ghost days uh, uh. back in the day. We they, we did like a Florida run with them. Oh, cool. Uh, so you know, and then we also helped with uh, merch for getting rid of hats and stuff like that. You know, it was really yeah, cool. yeah. But uh, you know, those are really Sublime was really kind of like the biggest push for me because it really had that perfect blend of reggae, hip hop punk yeah. rock yeah. you know they could run a show and they knew how to do it and that was inspiring to me and that really pushed me in, in the direction i am working now yeah you know something about sublime is they've fallen into they have this problem where they was this they're so good that it's you're almost not allowed to like them anymore because everyone does yeah you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly and like exactly. and, and yeah. When it comes down to it, there's a reason why everybody knows the songs and they've become such a cliche. It's because they were good. They were really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I know that they were definitely an influence on me. I can remember sitting, you know, and listening to them, like, with my mates at school, you know, and just think it was the coolest thing we've ever heard. You know, some of the first kind of little bits of, like, rapping that I ever learned and, some, and, and you know, and, and it definitely was a little bit of a, a, a door for me into getting into you know, more, more, like more ska stuff or more hip hop stuff, yeah. hip hop stuff, or even like little bits of hardcore on there and stuff. I was, I was like, Oh, what's that? And then, then I found out about like hardcore bands and stuff, you know, the way it goes for all like oh, yeah. fast skate punky. And yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, I would, I think hardcore might be a bit of an exaggeration <laughs> with them, but you know, when it gets really punky with the sublime, I, yeah. so I think sublime was a, a first in terms of me hearing things for a lot of different genres of stuff. Yeah. And, I like hybrid yeah. genres. Yeah, I like it when they mix it up, you know. And yeah. and I, you know, I'm. That's one thing that's kept me back uh, in a lot of 
uh, growth aspects from my music career, I've, I believe, is these clicks of, uh, you know, genres, you know, you get in and then, you know, and then they see your talent and then you try and add the other stuff and you're not, oh, you're not all this or you're not all hip hop or you're not all breakbeat, yeah, you're not all yeah. electric, you're not all drum and bass. Uh, you know, I, I love it all, so I like to incorporate it all. Yeah, I hear that. And, and that you gives know, me it, longevity. It has plagued me yeah. over the years. But <laughs> it's been a situation with just my making music where at any given time, if anyone's ever asked me, like, what is it? I've always been like, even now with Kilbillies, I'm like, I don't know, really. <laughs> Exactly know what it is. Just is what it is. Just say Rockabilly's Ida Go. Yeah, we were just having that conversation the other day about, yeah. about like yeah. what do you come up with some weird name? What do you cla- I mean, yeah. We, yeah. we say Americana, we say folk, we yeah. say yeah. Celtic, uh, and it's not even that unusual. It's just that people like things in boxes, and uh, but you know, quite often I'll just say, well, why don't you just listen to it and decide if you like it or not you know like swamp water slap your mama funk i'm telling you I, <laughs> i'll coin a lot of your mama funk yes. yeah there we go that's yeah. what we are mm-hmm. like, we could be there right. you know something really funny i was thinking about this um a while back um we had the boys from uh, spread the dub on before and they have that side project um moonshiners i love um, you mick and and um, <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? Why is every time we bring I them remember, up, everybody says they love Mick. I don't know if I love all the, the boys. Same, I don't know if it came from the same thing, but I remember, got to have been four about four years ago. We, me, and you and I were in the back of Propaganda talking, and you said to me, "I swear to God, no word of a lie, you should start a band called Moonshiners. It would make loads of money, and it's a great name." And I don't know if he's also said that to Mick. I don't know. But I'm just saying that we had that conversation wow. before they existed. Wow. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff like that. You know? yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a lot of little stories like that. And uh, yeah. I wasn't sure if we we're going to crack the egg today. <laughs> but uh, do you, you guys know the story about propaganda, right? Which one? I'm sure there's many. I mean, propaganda is was my idea originally oh really oh yeah there's a huge story behind it uh you know beyond being the longest running promoter for the club uh since it's before its opening it was called mix lake worth and the original owner had hired me to come in and you know dj and book events and stuff and i had uh put on my own money down to put on some big deposits uh, for some drum and bass shows i had a little sketchbook in my office upstairs which was where the you know, the back room, you know, yeah. and then there was a little window, you know, and a, and a DJ booth up there and you could look out and DJ. It's really cheesy, but, um, it was called mix. And, uh, I had my notepad up there and I was doing sketches. That's what I did, you know? And I was like, okay, I want to do a drum and bass night called propaganda. And I had in my sketches, I had Eagles and like raised fist propaganda with like fingers pumping with bottles and like, you know, old cold world, like red and black. And, you know, sure. like, and it ended up, um, I guess the owner got real homophobic, homophobic or something because a lot of gay people were coming to the club yeah. he's like no more techno and i'm like well i mean i want to drum and bass he's like no no, no electronic oh, we're turning into a punk rock club and he locked me out and uh, i had already spent all this money i made all these promises and i was literally like on my no money like almost like you know homeless thank god for my amazing wife who's you know was supporting us at the time could afford to keep a, a roof over her head but he ended up changing the club oh. and uh, locking me out and then i, I come by one day and I, I, I look up and no shit, propaganda. <laughs> and I'm like, my eagle, my eagle. Oh, you really? From my book. Wow. The same, 
copied the whole thing. And uh, so we ended up doing a boycott on the place. And uh, at that point, Steve Roman was like, I, I, they hired him to do the, prom- the promotions. And uh, there was uh, like a lot of beef. It was one-sided. I, I didn't, I was just like boycott propaganda and everybody did it. And then, you know, numbers went down. And then um, was it uh, Bobby Love and Cecil Lunsford bought the place. And yeah. they came to me and they said, hey, uh, whatever this is, a squash it, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, fuck yeah. So we started throwing drum and bass shows. I mean, I booked everybody from Matrix and Future Bound to yeah, I remember. Diesel Boy and, and yeah. all that. Like, I brought like every major drum and bass artist and we packed that place out like yeah. once a month. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we also brought like really big hip hop artists. Like, um, I, my first show was um, Dead Prez. Yeah. There, I brought Dead Prez and yeah. we packed that place out. It was amazing. Yeah. So that was, yeah. those are my first claim to fame there. Yeah. Um, the shows that we did. I love Dead Prez. So just so you know, where we're propaganda that I Came yeah, from, that's from this guy right here, and I get to say it on here, so everybody can. There's no more. <laughs> there's no more. Like, who did this? This guy, the guy originally owner Robert Blake or whatever I guess his name is. Uh, he ended up, you know, being a real you know, bad guy at one point. But thankfully, Matt and John and they continue it, and I got yeah. nothing but love, and I will always support things going there forward. So yeah, yeah, I feel like you know that's I love that place. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, that's my home away from home. Man. Yeah, yeah. And Besides he, respectables, as and well, Matt is so, you, you know, know Matt's my boy. I've been in a band with him for I love years him. now. I love we him. got to know each other really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, I'll do anything for Matt. Yeah, me too. Just like for you, you know, like yeah, you guys yeah. ever call me, just whatever, you know, I got your back. Yeah, man. Uh, um, bro, pump. <laughs> you're in that circle too now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the. Uh, uh, next question I'm going to ask you is particularly interesting because I think a good way of asking it would be in context of you, the, your album um, that you have. Um, I brought the, gifts. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's this. It's um, Supervillain Society of the Universe, um, Earth mm-hmm. 4.5. Yep. The second in the uh, never-ending mixtape series. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's um, it's really cool. Um, it's got a bunch of tracks on it. Um, I've listened to it before, and I also re-listened to it today to remember some of the stuff. It's got um, some people that uh, I know. It's got Noah on it. Noah Prescott. called Noah, like with a K as his rap, one of his rap names, mm-hmm. um, and then it's also got um, Tyler, Giddens. Tyler Giddens on it. Yep. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we, we he was in here about three weeks ago. Yeah, and Tyler's a, the homie. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of other people um, as well. Reggae Lou. Yeah, Reggae Lou. We need John to get him on Diddy. Here. Actually, I worked with um, twelve. I think twelve total, if you not include my family. Uh, they did right. the skits and stuff uh, from all over the country uh, during COVID and before COVID. Uh, I started this. Uh, it was like three or four years ago. Okay. I remember, and because mm-hmm. when we were in the studio doing space ghost ghost stuff you said to me that you were working on it and you know did i want to do some stuff at the time i wasn't in a place where i could get my head around it i had some demons to deal with but um of course, yeah. but you know hopefully in the future if there's ever another one i'll try and climb on it. i'm really proud of you too by the way i want to say that live oh, i told you man. before but like i you know i've always uh been watching what what's was you know i've seen the bad side and i've seen the good and i like what i see now uh, even that. though i loved what i saw before you know when you're getting crazy but uh <laughs> no but honestly i'm real proud of you and just so you know you know we're behind you you know keep yeah, keep it up if you need anything let us know yeah man that's cool mm-hmm. i appreciate that you know, one day at a time and you know if anyone out there is uh struggling with uh, any kind of you know alcohol or addiction problems i'm no expert but you know feel free to reach out to me really easy to get a hold of me mm-hmm. I, I also uh, one of my partners is a uh, a very local, trusted, um, you know, uh, holistic 
recovery place as well. So I have the deeper connections. If you need the facility and you want to go through that, um, they're called Anne recovery and they're amazing people. They do it for the real right reasons. And I vetted them personally, uh, uh, among all the trash that you see here in the area, these people can, you can trust. So if you do need, I will connect you with someone that, and you can know that I'll I'll deliver you there if you need to. Oh, that's pretty good. I'll pick you up. You know, I will. So tell you what, that whole thing, you're right that there are some dodgy ones down here, but, as as areas go, at least at least there's places you can go. Like you know, um, I, I went to one called Florida House. I went to a rehab called Florida House, and they were really good there. They weren't, you know, and there there was a side to which which felt a little bit like you know, kind of milking insurance. But mm-hmm. but in general, like ninety five percent, it was good stuff. I learned more there in like the time I was there than I've learned in like 10 years of my life. <laughs> like I just, they just pack you with knowledge. You mm-hmm, know? Yeah. It it's really great. great. Well, you got to stay active and you got to keep in, you know, there's so much out there. You just got to basically, you know, fill your day with things that are productive and that help you yeah. motivate your life to move forward. You know? Yeah. You really can't, you can't be at the top of your game if you're drinking or doing drugs all the time, no. but you can moderate if you know how to do it, you know, but not everybody's like that. So right, you, exactly. some people are either all in or they're not, you know, so yeah. we keep well, them busy. So that's, the- <laughs> <laughs> just know that there's people out there that have been through something like what you've been through and, and you can get help. So, you know, yeah. reach out to anybody cause there's a lot of people willing to help. Absolutely. I agree. But back to the music, man. Yeah. Uh, so honestly, I was going to ask you. This was, album, yeah. I'm really proud of it. It's probably yeah. one of those albums you can pop in and every song is different. There's turntablism, there's reggae, there's dub, there's acoustic funk. Yeah. The, uh, the song that I wrote with um, Reggae Lou, actually, Out of This yeah. World, yeah. I did on a kid's keyboard. Oh, that's cool. I that's made fun. I made the song on the kid's keyboard, and then we ran it through Ableton and added some cool, you know, really, like, take took the tom and, like, really, you know, enveloped. So is is Ableton the thing that you generally use? No, 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 absolutely not. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of an analog junkie, but right. um, for this album, I used about four different DAWs. Right. Uh, so I, even I used some, um, what's the, the cheap one, Audacity, yeah. to some to yeah. do, some degree. Um, and then working with other people when they're sending them sums, you know. Man, let me tell you, dropping in and whatever, it's like sometimes hard and things don't talk to each other, but uh, we work through it. And um, uh, when it comes down to it, most of this came from vinyl. Uh, a lot of the beats. Yeah, great. And a lot of the samples. It does have a very familiar, in a good way, vibe about it. All the music I was listening to when I was like 18, 19, 20, like um, Ninja Tune and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and people like Cold Cut and like Black Delicious and stuff like yeah. that, and, and like DJ Food and, and mm-hmm, stuff. Absolutely. That whole area of music is it was my whole thing when i was that age and so listening to it you know it's a combination of just straight up being good because there's there's you know new people like you say in the intro of it you know like run the jewels and stuff who were kind of this kind of arty kind of you know (laughs) shout out to rtj but yeah yeah, we kind of poked a little jab there yeah Um, you know john diddy shout out to john diddy he's one of the best rappers in the world i'm gonna be honest with you he's so good he has two tracks on there yeah. And he rips, bo- I mean, he just blows your mind on that. Did you hear the Led Zeppelin one on there? That uh, I can't remember it. I, Led Zeppelin. it I, I mean, I kind of messed around with it tonight, you know, just when we were practicing. But I broke up, you know, one of Led Zeppelin's songs. And they just tore into it, like, rapping over it. And yeah. we're all like, oh, we're going to get in trouble for this. But it's on Spotify. It hasn't been red flagged yet. Like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day for them to knock on the door and, you yeah, know, take yeah. me outside. Shout out to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Imagine if Led Zeppelin. <laughs> listen to this that'd be, that'd be well, you know you're in, doing in well in the album we actually say if you get a cease and desist frame it like because it's like absolutely you know, right. mean, yeah. uh, right. you know what I've said that my whole life yeah. I, in one of the first songs um, that uh, we sampled with Sonic Boom 6 was Funky Kingston by Toots and you know we, what we basically said was 
you know, if well, there's two sides to this story. One is Liam um, Fikery, who's our manager at the time, knew Toots very well. R.I.P. By the way, um, you know, yeah. very good, terrible mm-hmm, shame that Toots was passed on. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Liam Fikery uh, knew him pretty well. He'd done a, a lot of stuff over the years with him, like um, as a, uh, a promoter, as as a um, like a tour manager and, and, and as all sorts of things he helped Toots in the, in the UK a great deal but um, so we knew that he you know probably be fine anyway because we had Liam on our side but the thing we were always used to say with that stuff is exactly if it beca- if, if this ever becomes a big problem you're doing well it means they heard it you know you <laughs> yeah, like you've got like right. to that but if you got right. to the point where it gets back to them like something's yeah, happening you know exactly well yeah. the album's doing really well itself right now we did these uh viral sticker campaign uh with this uh, qr code on it and i literally took the time uh, i played this festival during post-covid kind of pre-covid during covid and uh, i just slapped them up everywhere and just yeah. watched the numbers grow and uh now it's like it's doing great on spotify i've never seen numbers like this uh, so I'm really proud of everybody that helped me out and just want to say thank you guys for listening. Uh, and there's more on the way. Mm. It's a great idea. I'm going to steal that idea. I'm going to go on a road trip because we've got cars we made up like that. We could just as easily make up stickers like that yeah. and just do exactly that. Go on you, a road you trip. You got to be smart about them. There's a, this right. thing like whenever you see a gas station, it's like it's like scan to get motivated. You know, like you replace their scan with your scan. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like you know what I mean. You just kind of slap it over that's there. Like, yeah. Gas, you know, cough and really tactics, man. I but, love it. Yeah, that's old school marketing. I, yeah, I, I yeah. took a trip. boots on the ground, man. I took yeah. a trip last November up to uh, to Memphis. Uh, to my nieces for uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, we, you know, we did a lot of the touristy stuff there. And we went to Sun Studios and did a tour. And outside of Sun Studios, there's this like old school mailbox thing. It's, I mean, it looks like it's been there since the beginning of time. And there's like a bazillion stickers, band stickers, and stuff on there. So I just slapped a big old Killbilly sticker right in the center of it. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere, anywhere you see stickers, slap them. Absolutely, yeah, totally. Man. Always looking for an opportunity to slap a sticker. So yeah, yeah. we kind of dug into it, but let's explore that a little bit more. What the question I had was, what is your writing process? And and um, by the sounds of things with this album. It's literally what can I do to be creative? You know, what I mean, it seems like you would just sort of you'd find some, any kind of starting point and just run from there. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I started with, um, uh, believe it or not, uh, samples from an old movie in their deliverance. Yeah. Um, and I actually ran. You won't notice it, but there is a sample from Deliverance in every song. Oh really? Yeah, uh, That's there's cool. the birds chirping and the uh, and the the grass and the water flowing and stuff in the background of any song uh, that came from Deliverance. Oh, so that's um, fun. yeah, so it's funny. Like uh, you know, the the first song that when it breaks down was actual music, uh, not just the intro. Um, it's like you know, it's that famous song where it's like you know that part of the Deliverance where you know he's you know. Yeah. Taking him and he kills the guy, you know what I mean? You know, because he's about to take his buddy, you know, downtown or whatever you want to say. And, uh, you know, so I, I just went with that, like, because uh, John Diddy hit the wrong button inside of the spaceship. So, like, it literally, and every song kind of, it's mixed into itself, too. So if you listen back to it back, there really doesn't stop at all. Sure, yeah. Which, and, and the front and the back is exactly the same. So if you were to actually play it nonstop, it starts the exact same sound on the last. I inverted that. and I love that. So that it's, there's a lot the of like, Easter eggs album. in this, you know. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah, every single one I put something into it. Really, like my kids got on there, like oh, for cool. space cupcakes, and we did some skits and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty. So, cool. do you find that um, you know being involved in uh, kind of music and media in general is tough when it comes to does it how much how does it inter- how does it 
Coalesce with having kids. How's that? Uh, it's uh, not easy. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, man, having kids, thankfully I have uh, um, an amazing life partner and wife, Vanessa, yeah. who, uh, you know, really does her point and takes takes you know care of the kids 100%. And then, you know, whenever she needs me, leans on me, of course, I, I take over. I work all day, you know, and I try and find time for the gym. And, uh, you know, and then I come home and maybe work on some music if I can. It's usually yeah. pretty rare. Uh, but when I do dive in, she's completely supportive. So I would say that having support, someone who really believes in and can support and, and you know, is really important. And I couldn't do it without her. Yeah. Uh, and the kids are always in, on board. They want to do whatever, you know. Yeah. So they love jumping on the decks or, you know, teaching new stuff or going to any of the shows. How old, how old are your kids? I've got um, a five-year-old and almost nine-year-old. Okay. Yeah, Shidao yeah. and, and Ronan. So they love uh, just hitting the buttons. Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done some teaching, you know, a little bit. Shido, actually, um, <clears throat> excuse me, since he was young, I, I think he's going to be eventually a, a piano player or a musician for some reason. But he was playing like crazy stuff when he was like two or three. Like we'd oh, catch wow. him like on the little toy keyboard, like like symphony type stuff. Like I think I have a video. But, uh, no, I mean, he loves to mess around. So you yeah, can yeah. tell it's going to be part of his life at some point. But right now he's all into kung fu. Yeah, perfect. That's yeah, great. Keep great. him fit, at least. Yeah, as long great. as he doesn't start administering it on his fellow schoolmates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a gentle balance there, you know. you got to yeah, give yeah. him uh, as much time as possible. Right? Yeah. I, yeah I Make that. sure you have time for yourself. It's really important to take uh, time for yourself. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. that. Self-care. We were just, just talking about that before the show, about how I, uh, I keep joining a gym and then not going and then canceling <laughs> and then joining again because I feel like I need to go and then canceling. And then yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, they, they it's a vicious out, cycle, man. They figured out human nature, those guys. They're robbing us blind. Oh, but God. I, yeah. have been, I, you know, I have been recently using my subscription, but for, for like a year I wasn't. You know, they just yeah. have you on the hook like that. Yeah. It's funny because it's like, you know, 15 bucks a month or whatever, but really – it's like well, if, if you look at how much you actually go, it's like I was just going to say thousand that, bucks a month. That's the thing. It's, <laughs> it's probably you know True. it's you know it's ten dollars a month most of the time. You know, I mean, some of the ones way back in the day, I, you know, they were they didn't have the ten dollar ones. They were like more like twenty or thirty dollars. And you know, if you really calculate all the months of gyms that I've paid over the years and how many times I've actually been to a gym, <laughs> it was probably like three thousand dollars a session. I could have had a private yeah. a private person. I mean I could I never went. Yeah. Yeah, I never <laughs> went. I never went. Yeah, I feel that man. Yeah, cross reference that with how much you weigh and you know oh, <laughs> deduct the you know, yeah. and uh, now you've got an equation. You know you need to make a spreadsheet on that one. Right now. <laughs> so but I was going to say, Ben, uh, uh, Ben likes to ask um, the guests uh, one of the questions that is, uh, oh, yeah. is, is uh, do you practice? But I guess for you, it's a little bit of a different question. I mean, yes, like, I, I mean, yes. I guess, do you practice? I mean, yeah, you know, I guess yeah. with the equipment and stuff, you know, do Absolutely, you practice that? Yeah. I have a, a studio at the house. I would love to practice more with more things. But I have a full range of equipment, everything from looping station, a brand new looping station, which I'm going to actually get more into doing some some live shows because I'm getting really good with it. Um, I can, yeah. I've done a couple of live videos here and there where I, I really get into it. Uh, it's cool because I do it all in my mouth. Like everything's like a beat or a sound. And then, you know. Oh, you loop it all together. Yeah. Right? And I'll make like, you know, I'll redo like the stones or That's something. Really you know cool. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and it'll sound like hip hop y and stuff. So I'm like trying to kind of tweak that, you know. And uh, I'm probably going to bust that out for Love Burn 2022, which will be, I'll be playing. Down cool. in uh, Virginia Key Beach yeah, in Miami. Neat. 
Uh, so that's probably going to be one little session I'll be doing. Sounds, I'm, I'm going to do like a meditation. Did like years ago. We did, you know, that's um, originally, um, that's how I got connected there is uh, one of the camps reached out to us and they sponsored yeah. us to do the music. And then the next year it was just like, well, hey, uh, we just want to hear all the DJ stuff, you know, not the band stuff. And then, you know, uh, you know, the band, uh, we, we took a hiatus, you know. Sure, so yeah. so uh, at that point it was like, okay, come out and bring everything. And then we started involving my friend uh, JT, by the way, which um, I, I do want to say I haven't mentioned him at all, but he helped me. He co-produced this with me. Yeah. I couldn't have done it without him. So some of those um, skits are, uh, is him. That's him, yeah. 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 From, uh, uh, you know JT, right? I'm not sure. From the Bastard Sons. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, the know. drummer. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, he really dove into, um, you know, producing and electronics and stuff like that. And has uh, created a, a handle called Def Adept. Yeah. Which um, uh, is out, his next album is out right now. It's really uh, a genius album, but ahead of its time for sure. Like, yeah. you know, uh, once people catch on, I know it's going to become like a classic. But, but he did help uh, with everything and the engineering on this and stuff. Even though all the concepts were mine, uh, he was there helping me record and showing me around um, uh, the inner workings of Ableton, which I was, you know, kind of, I've always been kind of on the cusp about i'm more right. of a pro tools kind of guy okay uh you know sound forge like sound forge and pro tools for my recording you know yeah um but then uh he's trying to show me how it works with all the automation stuff's really cool so yeah uh shout out to to jt um and he's moving to georgia he'll be out of here soon so i know that as a dj i mean these days all the dow's are pretty good but like i know that as a dj ableton is you know has a very good live side to it, doesn't it? Like it's, a lot yeah. of people mm-hmm. use, love Absolutely. that. Yeah, it's got a great live side I know side the Logic, you can do that now as well, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I've, I've never, I've done DJ gigs, but I've never gone so far as to have like a laptop running Ableton and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. I've just used decks, but, but, um, well, I mean, if you're going to do, if you're going to do Ableton, you're going to use a, um, you know, like a pad, you're going to need a pad controller. Yeah. You're yeah. not really turntables and it's different. Uh, you're not really DJing when you're using Ableton. Uh, yeah. You know, that's more of a, you're performing, you know, it's more of a musician. Yeah. To be honest with you, DJing is pretty much spinning tunes, you know? You're, yeah, sure. You're messing with, you're doing that stuff that we were doing earlier or will be doing soon, I think, yeah, yeah. In, in this time lapse of, of a blog. Yeah, exactly. You know, I remember like way back uh, in the early, early 90s. Um, I had a, I had a friend and uh, you know a friend of a friend that was gonna throw this you know huge rager and they needed a DJ and I was in a band or whatever and they were like you know I I guess at the time they just made that connection like oh you're a musician you can do it right and I was like sure <laughs> never done it before in my life and uh, it's I not as easy as but, I think it's gonna be but, <laughs> but it was so stupid I had like no gear I mean and back then you weren't doing like the laptops and all that stuff I mean it was literally like turntables and vinyl sure, yeah. and I didn't have any gear or anything so I was like hooking up like like my mom's like stereo speakers and like a couple of like old beat up like they weren't even just a turntable it was like the the stereo component systems oh, or whatever geez, right. like I had and I was like oh, it was it was terrible it was ter- it was the worst thing and every, but everybody was you know drinking and dancing and having a good time they didn't care you they were like it ah! off. <laughs> what, what's what's your moniker what's your DJ name oh, I, it was I it was like, literally like the one time I did it yeah. did you have like the foghorn like that was terrible into the transition terrible. <laughs> DJ bad, DJ terrible. <laughs> I did it a couple of times years ago with my uh, with my bandmate um, Barney in, uh, and, and I think then I just went as Ben Boom because that was sort of Sonic Boom Six. He was Barney. He coined the name Barney Boom, and 
you know, I just kind of went, I was Ben Boom sometimes. And I was that a little bit. And I, even after, even after when I came here, I was Ben Boom for a little bit. But. I like Ben Boom. That's pretty badass. Right? I, I can market that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Ben, I can see you like. And actually Boom. now. Just nothing but really grimy, nasty Zydeco dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like yes. raw acoustic, acoustic Zydeco dubstep. That's the one that I never had the guts to call myself was Sugar B. Yeah, <laughs> we'll not mention that. Okay. No. <laughs> that's that's when you're playing disco, right? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. strictly Sugar disco. Bee. You know, it's got the ten-inch platform <laughs> shoes with the goldfish in them. I'm gonna have to refer to you as Sugar B. The next yes, I'm show. always calling him Sugar B. From when now. you play the saxophone, I'll be like Sugar B on the saxophone, folks. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know when you say something and you wish you hadn't. That just <laughs> <laughs> that would be that. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm just gonna make you a shirt that says. Sugar oh, bee. do it. Let's I'm gonna make myself a shirt that says uh, I'm with we Sugar Bee. Sell them right now. Let's do it. 100%. So, I'd yeah, it's really shit. nice to have um, some people on that um, aren't, aren't j- just um, strumming guitars. Not that there's anything wrong with that because that's what I do. But, um, it, you know, if we were going to be sort of representative as a, as a, as a, a local music podcast, you know, I'm glad that we've, we've, we've got some diverse. Yeah. Um, stuff on the show. Nice and change of pace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, th- um, thanks for having me out, guys. It's I mean, all good. Well, um, it's great. I guess at this point, it'd be it'd be great if you'd uh, play us some music. Yeah, sure. I'm not going to play any drum and bass for you, though. Even yeah, though we we share that love. Oh yeah, we do. Let's talk about that. For you got to hear so. my new one. Uh, by the way, some? I've got a brand new uh, drum and bass song out on Spotify right now. Actually, it's funny because it's doing really well on SoundCloud. It's got like I don't know, like ten thousand listens and downloads on SoundCloud, oh, wow. but um. On uh, it's blowing up on. I mean, I'm watching. I love these apps. I'm watching it blow up every minute um, on the uh, Spotify app. So right now, five people are listening to, it and I've had two thousand five hundred streams since I put oh, it up cool. there, which is great. In my so, dream. so yeah, it's called in my dream. It's great, and I use a low rider sample, low rider. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I what I did was I took it all from vinyl. I took old beats from vinyl, and I just put it all together, and uh, yeah. and really made this drum and bass track uh, that and that everybody's loving it right now. So, and that's just one of the many uh, that, that come out. But I know that you love drum and bass. I certainly do, and so me and I, me and my brother used to make it when I was like, he still does. He's got some great stuff. I'll I'll play some of my brother's drum and bass, or I'll send it to you. He's, he, he he slays it. It's not day. like his main thing, mm-hmm. but he's always just been low key, really good at it. You know, I've got <laughs> every a, now and again he'll knock a tune out. And I love drum and bass, man. Yeah. Uh, it's been you know I've, that's where my roots are really underground electronic uh, before you know the jazz and stuff. But yeah. I was one of the original promoters um, uh, for one of the first rave clubs in Florida called Simon's back in the day. Really? And I used to pass cool. out flyers and stuff, and that's how I kind of got into marketing and design and stuff like that. I and then like eventually started DJing. Taste, you know, you have music taste which is a lot more like people in England than oh, anyone else I know. Hundred percent. Yeah. I like, mean, I was listening to Tricky, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I yeah. mean, that was my influence was, you know, European electronic. You know? Yeah, like the people that my sort of peer group um, in England, it's the kind of music they listen to when they go out, and the kind of stuff that they they're into is like your music taste and so you know when i met you it was quite refreshing because i was like oh, okay you know it's not just a completely you know there are there is some crossover i think it's partly to do with if i was in new york i think i'd know a lot more people like that mm-hmm. you know i think i think that um that that kind of like alternative sort of hip-hop and kind of 
just different weird sort of beat crossover yeah. stuff is just huge in in the UK and also there's a, there's a lot it of brothers when I was though. younger I don't know even I've been in the US for 10 years so so you know UK I could be completely wrong about what people listen to in the UK now I'm not, <laughs> yeah. not sure but. they're still doing it it's a little bit different but it is everywhere else it, it evolves and changes you know yeah and you get the old school heads are just like oh it's not like it was back in the day but It'll never be like it was. You just got to enjoy the moment, you know. Yeah, but drum bass will never die, man. It's one of those things. It's it was it was ahead of its time when it came out. It's still yeah. ahead of its time now. And like people that really truly understand it, they won't ever give it up. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's yeah. got its own genre. You have can you go anywhere in the, the world. Hit, hit and run you know? collective out of Manchester. Have you ever heard of those guys? Oh man, I mean, well, it doesn't matter. I'll show you. Send me are. some stuff. Yeah, the hit and run is that. It sounds put, really familiar to be they honest. They put on um they put on nights and stuff. This guy called Rich Reason is um the guy who who does it, and he's he's I knew him for uh, when I was a student and long after when I lived in Manchester and um and uh, the Manchester. Sort of drum and bass scene and everything is, is really still alive and kicking and fine. Uh, you know uh, they do it up over there. They're they're yeah. original OGs and give all the praise and respect to them. Honestly, because yeah. that's you know, where it came you know from. Marcus Intellects. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yes. Sick, oh, yeah. absolutely. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could do, I do a million shout outs right now, but uh, locally, yeah. you know, AK twelve hundred, good friend of mine, Dave Miner. Right. Uh, you know, he's always been a big inspiration of mine. Uh, Dara, you know, locally. Um, um, also, you know, Diesel Boy, of course, right? Yeah, you know. But um, when it comes down to really real drum and bass, I mean, it uh, it was really. Um, you remember DJ Hype? Yeah, DJ of uh, DJ Hype. Just, I mean, he yeah. blew, just, he I've would blame my mind. And now these days, actually, have you heard of JFB? No. Dude, you got to check out JFB's drum and bass. Uh, okay. He does really like that turntablism yeah. drum and bass that really just kind of blows your mind, you know. Yeah, but TJ um, yeah. Hart kind of figured out fi- figured out a way of uh, scratching over drum and bass. It's quite simple, yeah. but it works. It sounds mm-hmm. good, you know. He was like yeah. the bad boy Bill of drum and bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. he really was. Uh, yeah, so he was like the master back then. But yeah, I have a, a mix out real quick um, on Mixcloud that's uh, I w- was actually ranked fifty five globally. Oh, for yeah. my drum and bass and it's really it's great so it's, it's like over an hour long and i just slam through tracks i mean there's a track every you know 45 seconds like just boom 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 all the latest stuff uh, some unreleased stuff some original remixes hidden in there but it was funny i put it on there and of all the millions of drum and bass artists that are so much better than than i am are just well known and recognized i get 55th on Mixcloud, which That's is so great which is great you know it's not a hot it's not you know it's not number one but no, 55 it's in there and and it's testament to the, the the fact that you just do things the right way you know how to promote yourself and you know you not making a big song and dance about it just do it getting it done doing it the right way and and people end up hearing it and because the the quality of it is good it gets out there you know yeah. so, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's what i've always sort of known about you is you're sort of low-key actually doing things and making things happen and it's you know a lot a lot of the stuff that you do you know it just in terms of sort of people's conversations the days of their life goes a little bit unnoticed but actually if you talk about the amount of people that are listening to your music it's quite a lot of people you know yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah it's pretty awesome yeah it's good thank you man uh i mean yeah. It's, I just put a lot of love into it, and I just try and keep my my head down and 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 look forward and just do me. And that's the thing is, I've been ghost producing and and helping with DJing on albums and sound effects and samples for years, you know, since yeah. the nineties. And I never really needed credit. Some sometimes I had to sign a contract for the, some of the stuff that you know that I would never get any credit for it, uh, for ghost producing and stuff like that. But um, th- this one is like I want to do it myself. This is me, like. 
all in my rawness, like everything yeah. that I've learned, and let me dump it into one. I tried to do it on the last time. There's actually a prequel to this, but uh, I didn't have as much control. You know, the recording and everything, the people we were working with, they yeah. just weren't as available, even though I love them. You know, clutch game. It was game. a very good time. I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, it was a terrible thing, but it was for something like this, and for someone like you who is very busy, to have a bit of time to devote it to something like this. You know, that there, there has been, there's been a. Obviously, it was terrible, but there's been a lot of good to come out of what happened over the last couple of years because people's schedules are all kind of like shook up. And people who kind of work well in in that kind of chaos made a lot – did a lot of stuff, you know, like actually made some stuff happen. And this is a perfect example of it. You know? A lot of creativity came out during that time because a yeah. lot of people were just locked up doing nothing. And so, you know, they, yeah. they, they spent that time and they, they spent it wisely and they, they got creative. Yeah. We were on a run, man. We were on a really good run with the, with the band. And I, we were actually touring with Modest Yahoo and, and, and Slightly Stupid uh, for that Florida run right before COVID hit. Oh, right, yeah. And, right before, and that was right, I guess, when the band broke up right after that right. shortly but um not really broke up but we just went on hiatus on our own separate paths to do this but i like was, that there's a space coast ghost <laughs> thing on the back there yeah that's, well that's space coast cool. ghost believe it or not um the uh, blackberry sky track was supposed to be a space coast ghost track it was going to be like a our hip-hop breakout like kind of music video thing that me and Noah were going to do and it was I funny I know Noah's head it was head, well in the time <coughs> I know it's headed more and more and more that direction you know? yeah yeah well I mean we always want to do that but you know band members meet clash you know it was like always yeah. turn down the DJ and turn up the rock and roll and yeah. uh, you know we were kind of like done with that you know we, we, we wanted to kind of expand our horizons upon yeah. that and I mean I'm not saying that's the downfall of where, where the band really kind of broke apart but um, but I don't. I don't believe that Space Coast is ever going to be truly over with. I think it's just on hiatus right now because yeah. the idea and the concepts and everything we were doing on there, we just had so much, uh, so many good things. I actually have a song that I'm just waiting to release, but I haven't because of uh, drama and stuff like that. You know, I like spent a lot of money and time in the studio on it, and it's like one of our greatest songs, "The Journey." Right. And um, written by Rocky Rucker. Um, yeah. He originally wrote the, uh, you know, came up with the concept, yeah. and we all put into it and everything. And uh, you know, we ended up everything. You know, we when we broke off. Um, you know, there was a, some, some bad love there and I, you know, I had full control over whether or not it got released or not. And I decided not to do it yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, after we had already said we were going to kind of like, but right. you know, so, but, uh, you know, out of respect, you know, if Rocky's listening, um, I know yeah, he, uh, hopefully Rocky. he will. I love him to death. Um, yeah, we've got him coming on the show in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no. Um, you know, I, there's honestly bad blood and I wanted to bring it up tonight because I, hopefully he'll watch this, but, um, I, you know, Rocky, if you're listening, I love you, buddy. I always have. Uh, there's never been a bad moment other than, you know, just want you to come out and reach out and talk and, you know, hopefully you're doing good and stuff like that. And I thank you for everything. Yeah. You connect can, to me with this guy, especially. You yeah, know. right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would know you if it weren't for Rocky. Yeah, for sure. I would know a lot of people if it wasn't for Rocky. There was a period of time when he was bringing a new person into the studio every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. living at my house, uh-huh. which is something that... Um, we had this conversation last yeah, week. Yeah, right? yeah <laughs> so, something that um, Hector loves is that so many of my stories mm-hmm. end up with me going, oh, he was living at my house at the time. <laughs> every, yeah. Yeah. every week there's a story <laughs> that starts out with, so this guy was living on my couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, Rocky was there. He was there a lot of the time. He wasn't like solely there, but he was... We, he was over my house all the time. We were we, we, we were in a, a bit of a bromance. We're doing this whole kind of studio thing together, mm-hmm. yeah. and um and yeah, you know, he introduced me to Tyler Giddens. He introduced me to all sorts of people, mm-hmm. and um, you guys were making magic over there. That's yeah, for was, sure. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was it good was times. Cool. Um, I think that I, at this point in my life, I'm not a huge fan of having loads of people in my house all the time. 
I just I didn't realize how much stress it was putting on me. And mm-hmm. so I think if I was going to do something like that again, I'd go move it out of the house. And in fact, yeah. you know, I'm coming to work here at Live com- Music Community um, uh, in uh, as soon as I get back from England. So I'm going to be starting um, around around sort of the fifth, sixth, seventh of uh, July. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to possibilities of uh, recording. Um, you know, here obviously it's a, a music school and priority is um is the the kids and the bands and stuff like that um but you know there's also space here and and facility here for recording bands and i think that that's the direction that this place could go in a little bit more and because uh, i love recording bands i just found you know this because it's you're good it's, at it it's, it's you're so passionate. exciting yeah. yeah all the different possibilities yeah. you know and just mm-hmm. ma- making um people sound the best they can it's very time consuming but it's also very re- rewarding in the end yeah i just found it a little, a little bit too much, I think, just to have in my house all the time. You know, it was good though. It's good to have a, a one one in your house. So I mean, I wouldn't. I've done that recently, and I, yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. I love my little station in there, but that's for me. It's not for bringing in bands and stuff. Right, like exactly. That, you know I, what I, mean? I like right. it to do. I've worked now. It's like an office, and I, I've still. I've done a lot of audio work in there, but it's like stuff I'm doing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love. I miss your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout out to Molly and Nina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get. Uh, yeah, yeah I wrote a song. I wrote a song for you guys uh, last night with uh, JT. We, we were in the studio all night uh, and we put together a song. And then we got these guys coming out and they're going to rap over some of it freestyle. Yeah, whatever. two weeks' notice, right? Uh, literally, I mean, we made it last night. Yeah. But yeah, two weeks' notice. Uh, I didn't have any time besides last night to really work on anything. So I was like, let me do this. And we made a beautiful track. I love it. Yeah, so, let's check awesome. it out. We'll check it out. Yeah. Hello, everybody. 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 <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm going to tell you a delightful story. Now, I want you to make yourselves comfortable and settle back. Now, are you all ready? Here we go. First part of it goes like this. It goes like this. It goes like this. It goes like this. Yeah. We are two weeks' notice. Yo, yo. Two weeks. Always deep, never sleep. It's only right that we doing it like this. All natural, bold leaf. Gold teeth shining through the 5%, vibing in cold streets. Picture team meetings, we eating in pure time. Said group is straight up off the sizzle fish, view from the bird's eye. Jack Haram mixed with AK, top it off with the sugar wax. Got the green smacking like the weird kid at lunch eating booger snacks. What can I say? The guard keep refined taste. Columbia Crest, Malo. H. Parmesan and Galsberg, that's how I flow. Can't call it bragging if I'm bagging blocks about the stove. Big business. My rider die, slide by my side, a common vision. Still call the plays, y'all. I'm Rod Strickland. Remain focused in a strange ocean. Rope a dope the lanes, trying to change the game with the same tokens. It's two weeks creeping deep. Leave your brain we open. Forever plus some clouded arteries and all. No pause and no stars. The two in harmony, the way it ought to be. Divine alignment of astronomy It's no cat, all facts, no brakes and all gas We let the guards lay the format We keep it pure, you're the white Getting stomped out like doormats Best to stick to the shit that you did before rap Forecast is hazy Bars like cold fronts Give the haters brain freeze Two pigeons in the pot gon' raise it A couple biscuits on our side with the gravy Filling like Dirk in the 80s Wading deep into this monsoon Tired of they cartoons Kyoza with the ponzu 
mind, body, spirit We find a frontier, but fuck appearances I'm not trying to hear it This, this is, is merely attempts to move next Extend and flex what we do best Cause the two's next yes. Shout out to my man Beat Thief Beat Thief is knee deep 561 Music Yeah Recording on a good 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 a Okay, 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 okay. Yo. Used to be a skinny guy starting to grow a gut. Gut. Used to be sane until the day my girlfriend drove me nuts. I opened up, now I'm coconuts. It's true. Life's getting hot, and maybe I just needed something cold to touch. Cause feeling old and such, huh? it's getting old and sucks. Now every brew I open up, it's just another dude who knows what's up. Working days just to drink nights and all the other shit that it entails. And never, never think twice, twice, just riding on a hopster. Come down to have a little mercy. Come to think, the only time I felt I wasn't worthy. Still thirsty, another sip is just a sip, but just a bit to get me by. These are the days of our lives. No surprise with what the barkeeper's bringing us. None. Have a toast to the guards and what they probably think of us. It's funny how we always for something and don't pray for it. Uh, the winning numbers every day. We yo. never play for em. Before my eyes slip, get the OE sip. Word to Kendrick, swimming pools, take, take a, a dip. dip. Dive deep, a hundred proof with the juice. Loose, feeling like the cup be my noose, but don't sweat. My mind moves when the gear's wet. Some more shots, what you hear next? Lubricated, hey. no infatuation. Cherry colored rum poured out for libations. I ain't trying to find a statement. I drink lick till I can't stand. Man in the mirror about to catch these damn hands. What a sham, feel a hundred grand when I'm off the whiskey. Here now, but you might miss me. Cut the shades when I'm feeling iffy Another day, another dollar, who the fuck with me? Yo, cut the shades when I'm feeling iffy Another, another day, day, another, another dollar, dollar. Uh, Hell Another day, another dollar Don't, don't, don't Another don't, Monday, another dollar Don't, don't spend that last dollar Another Tuesday, another dollar Another Wednesday, another dollar uh, Thursday, And you holla? Thursdays mean two dollars that's Thursday, Thursday, $2 holla. Holla, holla, holla. Yo, shout out to the motherfucking beat. Excuse my language, but man, this man is really snapping. Ready to do a whole ballroom dance to this. Ready to get my groove hey, on. Hey, I'm saying. Okay. Okay, now there it is. Okay, now there it is. Now dance your hat off, kid. Okay, yeah. now there it is. Okay, oh, now there it uh, is. Okay, now there it uh, is. Go dance uh, your pants off, kid. Go dance your pants off, yeah. kid. Go dance your pants off, kid. Let me see those can, can we do no pants in this? Let me see. Let me let me see like a little uh. Let me see some, some, someone nice. Give me a little. Give me give me no nice little. Ooh ooh. Okay. Oh oh oh. Oh, I don't. We, we do not condone I'm ready, that. I'm ready to group. We don't condone that. Groove, but we'll let it slide because we're live. Just, yeah. JT Defidep made this beat last night, spent hours working on it just for this occasion. So we're going to let the first bit of it ride. They, they killed this beat. They're going to let the first bit of this ride. And then we are going to be blessed enough to spit some bars on this for y'all. Yeah, thank and you then we're going to get out of here. 
Yeah, I guess that's it. We got that's know, it for us. We hope you all had a good time. Things to see people to do, you know. We gotta, Thanks we gotta, so much, everybody. We, gotta roll around. we are two weeks notice. One more time. This is that. This is that. Um. This is that. Like once you've had like one too many vodka sodas at the club, and it's just going. It's like really. You know what I mean? Like it's like. You like know that like you shouldn't order another, but you did anyway, and you're like, all right. So like, I guess we're stuck. Like I was supposed to go home at like five, Tuesday. but it is five. A so Tuesday I guess night. I'm you're already late. You're already and that's a Tuesday. That's just like Tuesday. It's it's already too late to make you it. You gotta love it. Nature is healing. Yo, let's go. I'm from the glades where it rains often, and homeless cats ask for change for the drugs that brainwash them. My senses that ain't common. Only a few steps beyond to rock the lines and raise the blades margins. Mind games that play a part in We are own worst demons We don't worship Mother Earth And we don't mold search neither This the paradise of parasites The sanctuary for the sacrilegious The storms are annual and cataclysmic There's plenty rags to riches But there ain't as much rags and riches Only the broke bratty business A lot of dudes rap Most of them are whack with it While I flow like draft Guinness Say it with your chest Throw my back in it I'll keep it short like I'm asthmatic But if the world wants smoke I'll give them Cloud Atlas Searching for the keys and you'll find madness The facts deceive the compass The maps are cumbersome The graphs are called the graphics I'm a master of the art of rapping I'll snatch a mic and autograph it Sincerely guard P.S. you rappers are to practice But if everybody could rap There wouldn't be enough fans So best to hear y'all chant While you screaming from the stands Don't phonetic, that's the handle the friend lives the can So come on, do up your hands While we giving your women cramps Listen man, I'll leave shit in your pants Digging the sand like you're sniffing the grand Chilling, getting a tan Whippets and dance, steady land yachts Old school dunks with Carreras on my face Season like your fucking grandpa Whoa, whoa, uh. whoa It's all good until it wasn't though Talk is all cheap, sweet butter loaf Heater out the oven dough Brow it in a spot you couldn't come alone East side, Thunderdome Take you with the undertow uh, Get your props Kitchen whip it, slip the cops Swear to God the time is tight Around and kiss your watch Kerosene hit the flame One more game, what's the name? Six card move back Stand tall or fall the same Yeah, stand, stand tall or fall the same Yeah, yeah Mind, body, spirit, hear it rearing from the other room Gold to bloom, spoon fed into the dead Blood from a stone and water from a parched throat Highlights the long slopes, miscues and songs wrote Bathroom psyche crash nightly Just another statistic, this America Somebody always gotta lose your dipshit is business Business Yo, it's business uh, Two weeks Two weeks notice, baby Shout out to all the y'all for sticking in Oh Thank you. We got, we got a lot coming Much for you. Much love for y'all. Find us everywhere. Music is around. Yo, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I don't even know anybody uses iHeartRadio. The, the local farmers market. We're out there, bro. Oh, the We're Apple out music. there, bro. You can come in after four points. Look I don't even really know if there's still standing four points market in South Florida. Look for us. But We're you there. used to get your Bazooka Joe and all your fishing tackle at the four points. I guarantee you, the tweaks out of state with your name on it. So go find it. We me. out here. Thanks again so much to Big everybody involved. Look at this fucking beat. Look at this fucking Hold on. Just look at, look at my name, though. That's teamwork, making that dream work. <laughs> oh my man, see like hip hop equivalent of like licking the guitar strings to run your wrist. <laughs>
motherfuckers. I can't even operate a calculator. This man's out here looking. You making us look bad. Yo, big bless. Two weeks notice. 2021 coming soon, baby. This show is sponsored by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It is a uh, biker bar up in uh, Tequesta, in um, right on the right on the line there between uh, Palm Beach County and Martin County on US One, and um, it's a project uh, that my father-in-law Peter Pinello, um he is really the the it, the driving force um, behind it. But a lot of people in the community and um, me as well have have been helping getting it back on its feet. We've done a lot of work up there. It was, um, it was called Judy's before and it was a local haunt and it's slightly fallen into disrepair. And um, that's an understatement. It had fallen into disrepair. (laughs) So we, uh, we fixed it up and, uh, and you know, that was no small order. We had, we had, there was a lot of work to be done there, but we kept the vibe, you know, we wanted it to carry on being a biker bar. So we have, uh, we, it doesn't even really have, you know, huge parking for, for, for cars, but obviously anyone's welcome. And when we do bigger events, the, um, the people next door to us let cars park there. So if you want to come for a bike night or something like that, and you are not on a motorcycle, there is parking for you on those ones. But, um, yeah, it's, it's great. You get to see all sorts of interesting, uh, vehicles there when i was playing there on sunday um two people pulled up in these really neat rat rods and um and so you know it, it's definitely a place for um enthusiasts of uh, all things kind of shiny and motorsport like so come and check it out and um you know even if you're not into that kind of thing we have live music on sunday afternoons and um we're moving our saturday afternoon music to the evening now it's going to be seven to ten instead i don't exactly sure when that's starting but it's going to be soon and every second thursday of the month we have a bike night and that's from six to nine and uh that's always a blast we've had um uh sons of a tradesman who've been on the podcast they played it that was a lot of fun um this one coming up is going to be um on monday band but we're always uh, looking for uh, that's uh terry ferraro um shout out terry for listening to this that was um that's her band, and they they play a you know a whole load of sort of good kind of bike night classics. You know, sure. a lot a lot of good sturdy, hearty rock and roll. It's a lot of fun, and um, yeah, you could come and check it out. We're 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 open every day of the week. Um, come swing by and have a beer. We got food in there, and uh, yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you, you got food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the yeah the the new chef really good is, food. is, is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah nice. the food's great in there now. And um and uh, Jamie behind the vup bar is uh, she works almost every day and she's a lot of fun she's cool come and have a chat with her and yeah that's Handlebars Bar and Grill check it out www.handlebars slash bar slash and slash grill dot com all right so um yeah um that was really great music that you were playing there can you tell us a little bit about it uh yeah so um who were the MCs um the MCs well. To be honest with you, um, you kind of dropped this in my lap <laughs> last minute. Yeah. So you were like, do you want to feature some MCs? But uh, yeah. uh, Ari Gross, uh, yeah. Six Cardinal, is what you would uh, normally look him up on uh, online for. He's an amazing artist. Yeah. Uh, he has. Uh, he was also on the uh, Blackberry Sky on, on this oh, album. Okay. He was the first one that jumped off on that beat. And that crew's I mean, called Two Weeks Notice, is that Two right? Weeks Notice, yeah. yeah. No, uh, they've, uh, you know, they do a... a 
you know, they live in two different states, so they're you know, working oh, really? across the line. But uh, yeah, they've got some big projects. And very, very cool, old school style. You get that vintage kind of hip hop feel, you know. I enjoyed their uh, back and forth. I enjoyed their sort of comedy kind of. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. And forth. It's good. Cool. It's yeah, you fun. should see a live act. You know, when uh, I mean, we just freestyled that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, like I said, I wrote that beat last night, um, yeah. last minute with JT. But um, the the rest of the song got DJ Cam and DJ Food. Believe it or not, were those other beats that I was mm-hmm. running. But with the scratch and samples, I make my own battle wax. Yeah, cool. You know, digitally. So now it's not back in the day where you have to press it on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. You can do it inside of the computer, which is great. But I make my own. And I master my own. You know, samples and all that stuff. You know, awesome. I pull them Very from cool. from old vinyl mostly. You know, yeah. And I try to keep that. Yeah, you know, yeah, sound yeah. there, you know, so you still hear it. I know, it's nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have a whole track of it. I put it in a lot of background of music and stuff yeah. you know, when I make it. I do remember when you used to get those uh, those vinyls, the like um, DJ Craze and people like that used to bring them out where it's just uh, just sounds, you know? Yeah, like, Battle Wax. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I love those things. I used to have yeah. a few of those. Where I've got a million of them. Like, yeah, I bet. I still yeah. have I'd love to like, come and check yeah. your vinyl out one of these My, I've got a crazy vinyl collection. Um, yeah, That's it's awesome. got... Like weird eclectic stuff. I can imagine. I actually and just recently inherited from a, a friend of a friend, but a whole cabinet full of just old school like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties Cuban music. Oh uh, yeah, on vinyl. That's awesome. And I haven't even had a chance to go through it yet. And but I mean, samples galore, sound effects, right. trumpets, and stuff like oh, I'm gonna yeah, go that. Oh yeah, that makes that's some crazy. Be pretty stuff. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I grew up on that. I haven't stuff, even started man. to, to <laughs> get in, dive into records and stuff like that with the old mm-hmm. old Cuban bands and things like that. I yeah. love the vinyl, man. I've got uh, a couple of turntables that I haven't even pulled out yet, but they're the old Denons uh, that have right. the vinyl platter. But they take CDJs, and they're actually the first digital real crossovers that were made. They're made really, really well. So. Oh, Right. I'm going to dive into those, and that's going to be my next thing on the looping station. I'm going to be scratching and looping the scratches of it. Yeah, and then loop that and then scratch. And my samples. vinyl collection is so extensive. I have, I think, seven, maybe eight vinyl albums. <laughs> okay, so what's one? your favorite? Pink yeah, Panther? Like, yeah. yeah sure. no, no, it's, you know, it's what's funny. I had a bunch of vinyl. I got rid of it. Um, and I, I have, like, just, like, I have a couple of good ones. Like, I have, I have Meet the Beatles. It's a, uh, it's an original, um, it's an original U.S. release of of you know, the one of the Beatles' first albums or whatever, and I've I've got an Abbey Road, um, and then but then I just have and I, I don't know why, but I just have like Fallout man, Boy, right? No, or no, like, like something that. <laughs> worse than that. I've got like the Weird Science uh, soundtrack on. Oh, that's pretty. Awesome. What are you talking about? I would got, die for that <laughs> album. And I've got I've got like this. My creation. I've got like this picture book. It's a forty-five, and it's this picture book, and then. It's the Star Wars episode four, like the first Star Wars movie on 45. And then so you play that you play it and you flip the page on the book and you follow along the book. Every wow. time R2-D2 does his like, do, 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 you know that you got to turn the, the page. Yeah. yeah. My kids nice. found that one day. They're like, Dad, why do you have this? I'm like, shut up. No, dude, just don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, see, I'm a vinyl junkie. I'm the kind of guy that will like, I'll go into a record store and be like, okay, where's the back? Do you have a back? You know, like, where's yeah, all the yeah, old, yeah. weird, obscure stuff? Where's like, the stuff that you don't want to sell? I want samples, man. <laughs> yeah. I want and samples. Got, talking. I, another like, weird one I have. Richard Pryor. Yes. Uh, Richard Pryor on vinyl. Oh, yeah. I love that vinyl. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a good it's one. It's weird. Yeah. It's just, I have just that weird, too. Which one? I think he's got like two or three of them. I don't even know. Which you don't know, says, but yeah, it's, I want to yeah. say the record that made the most, the biggest impression on me in the last five years is that last David Bowie album. I've got that on vinyl, mm. and I, I that's. I know what you have on vinyl too. Yeah. You have Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, I do. Yes, yeah, the yeah. love, the last one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good the, album. Uh, what is it? The uh, one that they just <laughs> made. Oh God. 
It's not the Love album. That was the one before, but right. the last. I, I, I embarrassingly can't remember what it's called. <laughs> well, it was amazing. I, I remember yeah. when it came out, me and you had a lot of talk, words about it. And actually, it inspired me to help create this one, too. Was, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but I want to work with you on an album. I would like to um, yeah. get with you on us, at least pick your harmonica brain, because I want to do a harmonica. I've been dying to do a harmonica country kind of hip-hop, like funk, just boom. That would be oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, we should get like a banjo-y kind of like, kind of, Sort of backwoodsy electronica banjo. <laughs> I had a really good idea for a band name that we said on Facebook the other day. Someone, David Shaw, something. You made a post, and I. What was the name of that fucking band that we were gonna call it? You said something. You were gonna do something, and I named the band. It was the perfect band in the whole world. You said you were gonna do like, like crossover, like country, but we're like overalls or something. Do you remember that post? I, I don't. And um, all it, all it is reminding me of is the conversation we had in the back of propaganda <laughs> about about moonshiners. We also had <laughs> was that, what was it? Uh, the Florida Man Band. Oh, there remember you that? Go. Yeah, Florida, yeah, Florida Man. He's Florida Man. Bang, 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 bang. We all have washboards and buckets. We're just like yeehaw. Florida we do. Man Band should be a thing for sure. But we yeah. do old hip hop, but the, country. The, the weird like, thing about when Dan has an idea, it's usually a good one and it should be listened to. I'm wondering whether we should change the name of Kilbillies to Florida Man. No, well, think about the content all day long. All you have to do is Google it, you know? Yeah. What did Florida Man do today? You know, like you just Google him. Well, let's write a song about that, you know? Yeah, the lyrics yeah. are all right there. You just got to put them and That's rearrange right. them. Absolutely. Know? Okay, so um, the next thing that we um, do on this show is we take a look at people's gear. And, um, yeah, so you, you brought your um, your Pioneer um, CDJs in. DDJ-SX. Okay. This is the one. Oh, cool. Oh, there it yeah, is. There you go. It's up Can on you tell us now. a little bit about it for people who are uneducated <sighs> well, about this kind of thing? First There's of all, a whole lot of knobs and buttons, oh, man. That's all I know. <laughs> well, first of all, you know, for the old school vinyl junkies and a lot of people that are, you know, what you want to say, the, you know, they're purists or whatever. Uh, just so you know, there's nothing you can do on turntables that I can't do better on this thing. Right. Um, I love vinyl to death and I'll use it all day, but uh, I can wreck shop with this. And this thing has been around. Uh, probably over a thousand shows yeah. all across America, probably in different countries as well. Uh, as you can see from the dirt buildup and everything, the knobs or buttons are falling off. Uh, there'll be sometimes we'll be in front of a thousand person crowd and I'll be scratching and then a button just and I can just see it. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, like uh, at yeah, attention, there goes another knob. All right, you know. So yeah, I, you did a little bit of it in the performance, but I've seen you do it in Space Coast Ghost as well, where you do you kind of hold it like a guitar and scratch on it. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Get, and then the chord it gets loose. So yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, basically. Um, I mean, it's a sampling machine, you know, it's four turntables in one all at once if you want to. You see those levels there from left to right. Uh, there's four different channels, and you can turn those turntables on each side, those turnstiles, into their, their own deck, you know, uh, across the way times four. Right. So, and then, you know, you build your own cue points on each side. So if you have your samples, your acapellas, you can put them there and you sample them, you know. Uh, but the cue, what, what I love the most is the pitch. The pitch is really, I kind of created my own kind of scratch from that. It's almost right. proprietary, I like to call it. But uh, I, what I do is I put a plus 50 on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, and then I turn off the pitch lock. So right. then I have full gear and I can change the, uh, you know, the key. Yeah, So sure. literally I can, you know, replicate what people do on a guitar. Yeah, you uh, play melodies. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So by pushing a button, you know, it's just like you're strumming and then you move it and you've got your different chords, you know, and then you yeah, add your oh, effects and now cool. you've got your pedal. You know, yeah. so um, I eventually want to break this down because I will going to get new ones, but I want to take this apart and put it into a, a raw guitar shell. Oh, yeah. Uh, That'd and, be cool. And rewire it, MIDI work it and process it and make it how I want to. Yeah. So the guitar rift would be the pitch. 
Oh, yeah. So one big sliding pitch right here, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. And then the turnstile here, and then pu- a couple buttons where I can do my cue points along the side. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. But I just got to sit oh, down with really an engineer, dope, like, you know. So, yeah. I, but I want to be able to get up and like really like shred with like the guys, you know. But I'm always stuck behind the turntables, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. But um, yeah, um, it's it's a really well made product. It runs with Serato, but you know you can use any, anything else like Tractor or whatever program you really want to if you want to dive in. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Like I know back in the day, my uh, my friend Simon, shout out if you're listening to this. He he was he was a Serato guy, and I think he still is. Is there? What's the? Uh, is, are there any that are better and worse? Like which one? Do you, no? It's all tool. Right. Yeah. Man, you know, some, I mean, whatever you really want to. Yeah. yeah. Give me a washboard and a rubber band, and I'll I'll play something funky Figure for something you. Out. You know, but yeah. uh, I love Serato. Yeah. Uh, just it's digital platform when you know the touch when I'm scratching and stuff like that. Now, if I was using uh, time coded vinyl, yeah. I think I might probably switch more towards Tractor because I've heard that they have better. But now that was three or four years ago. I'm sure that the technology they keep up to date and they move it yeah. up. And there's all types yeah. of new stuff. They have this one new laser. You just set it on top of the turntable. You don't even need the. It's just like a laser that. Yeah, you know, you can use any vinyl. You know what I mean. <laughs> so the technology is crazy. I'm all about the technology. Bring it on, you know. But I also like to bring up my old reel to reel. You know, I have tape cassette players uh, that I use with old old like Halloween tapes and stuff that I like to incorporate sometimes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I like the analog, and you can't let it go because it does bring a certain sound. But, For sure, hundred uh, percent. Digital's way to go, man. When it comes to this new DJ stuff, man, they got it down. Serato's are great. Yeah, Pioneer's so. the best, though. I, you know, when it comes to equipment, yeah, buy Pioneer. Right. I, I will say that all day long. Okay. And shout out to Pioneer. They, yeah, there you I'm go. I'm trying to get them to sponsor me for a while. <laughs> I tag them in a lot of stuff. Uh, one we'll day. tag them. We'll tag them for One you. day. <laughs> one day. Once they see what I do with their turntable, and they pick it up and throw it and then crowd. I remember one time we were at Propaganda, and Zach Johnson came up, and like we put it on his back, and I was like walking on the crowd with scratching on his back. <laughs> you know, everyone from like Peter Dante to, you know, like... And Modest Yahoo has touched that, like the oh, turnstile cool. and stuff, you know. So That's awesome. A lot of famous people have given love to it. Yeah, so. man. It's got a soul of its own, like a good guitar. It really oh, does. Yeah, no doubt, That's man. Great. I had no to doubt. turn on a couple gigs with it because uh, it was cutting out. I had a, a horrible sound guy one day, and uh, he ch- crammed those XLRs in the uh, back yeah. and it bent one of the rims in the thing. Uh, so I had to okay. go in and fix it. It happens, man. You know, that, that it's t- testament to Pioneer's build quality that's lasted this long, to be honest. So, um, yeah. Um, you know, it's been such a pleasure having you. It's been really, really awesome. Um, next week we've got um, we've got Butch and the Fat Dudes. We do what we're doing nice. next week is um, is we, we're gonna we're gonna do record two because I'm going out of the country. Yeah. So we're going to record two. We're going to record Butch and the Fat Dudes, but we're also going to record one with Rocky. That's and we're going to release that. Um, the the next week, week yeah. you know, um, if you want to peer behind the curtain, yeah. the transparent curtain, yeah. we're going to record two next week. Um, nice. You know, so if there's nothing, yeah. if if like aliens land and we don't mention it on the show, that's why because uh, we're recording two on the same <laughs> week. <laughs> but, yeah. And you know, aliens are going to land now. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's funny they're landing and nobody cares. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, uh, whatever. there's been so many true. shows about it. It's like finally, it is yeah. funny. Yeah. And and we've been prepping like, for this. The government <laughs> finally like admitted at some point that there was UFOs, and everybody was like, oh. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but COVID. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, so what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we already knew that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing could shock us at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So next week, uh, Butch and the Fat Dudes, and then um, Amazing that'll be the one that'll be released next week. Then we're also going to record Rocky next week and release it the following week. Yeah. And the following week, we're going to record uh, Sally Fox Maple. Yeah. Nice. Sally Maple yeah. Fox. She's going to kill me for Sally that Sally Maple one. Fox. Yeah. Sally Maple Fox. Yeah. I believe so. Fox and foes. Sally. Sally. Sally in the alley. <laughs> she's she's going to smack me for that one. Anyways, well, I'll get it right by the time I do the show. But anyways, that one will be recorded the following week, and you'll actually be on uh, on holiday. I will. I'll be on and holiday. So, uh, so we're actually going to get uh, it up in the big James, uh, James Galliano from Butch and the Fat Dudes is going to come in and, and sit in. And, and, and kill and be Yeah, and he'll be, uh, he'll be our, uh, our second chair for uh, hosting that week. Yeah, nice. exactly. And then uh, our shameless Killbillies plug for the week. Yeah, uh, man. We uh, we are on uh, Friday. Well, we're playing Thursday, but uh, by the time people hear this, it'll be Friday. So uh, mm-hmm. Friday we're playing at Brick and Barrel Abacoa, and Saturday Ben, you're doing solo. Um, I believe from like noon to three or something. Yeah, it's an early one up at Ocean Republic Ocean. Brewing. So um, yeah. you know, if you guys have never been to Ocean Republic Brewing, Brewing, it's um in Stewart on US One. A really cool little place. Seems like not a Florida place, and like yeah. kind of in a good way. It's it's very sort of stark. It's got good art on the walls. Feels like a kind of trendy like student bar in like the UK or something. It didn't. It didn't. When, when we played there the first time, I was like, "Wow, this is refreshing." It's a cool place, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing there. Mm-hmm. I always like playing there. Yeah. And Brick yeah. and Barrel at uh, Abaco on Friday night is. Uh, it's always a good time. Yeah, There's no always, doubt. Always a good crowd there and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, they do great cocktail. If you're a cocktail yes. person, if you're really into your mixed drinks, you should definitely come down to Brick and Barrel because um, Davis is an expert with that stuff, and he has very well trained staff, and they they do some really interesting stuff. They like you know do this thing where they like kind of smoke wood and infuse bourbon with it and things yeah. like that. They do some really cool stuff with the drinks there, <laughs> and the food is great. I didn't realize I didn't realize that they did that. And uh, oh, the, last, yeah. the last time we were there, I said to the guys, um, you know, every time we're here, it smells like it smells like our gear is like burning. Like I smell something burning. <laughs> and I, I kept thinking that like one of one of our PA speakers was burning up. And then finally, James is the one who's like, no, nah, man, they, they like do the wood burning for the bourbon. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, Brick and Barrel, Abacoa, they have really, really good food, too. So, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So. All right. Well. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, smart, yeah, it's <laughs> so another one in the can, guys. I will, uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Check it out. It's what we're doing. Come and check it out.